Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chapter 5 of Ben the Luggage Boy or Among the Wharves. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista. Ben the Luggage Boy, or Among the Wharves, by Horatio Alger, Jr. Chapter 5 Ben sat down again in his old seat, and occupied himself once more in looking about him. After a while he became sleepy. Besides having taken a considerable walk, he had not slept much the night before. As no one occupied the bench but himself, he thought he might as well make himself comfortable. Accordingly, he laid his bundle crosswise at one end, and laid back, using it for a pillow. The visor of his cap he brought down over his eyes, so as to shield them from the afternoon sun. The seat was hard, to be sure, but his recumbent position rested him. He did not mean to go to sleep, but gradually the sounds around him became an indistinct hum. Even the noise and bustle of busy Broadway, but a few feet distant, failed to ward off sleep, and in a short time he was sleeping soundly. Of course, he could not sleep in so public a place without attracting attention. Two ragged boys espied him and held a low conference together. "'What's he got in that bundle, Jim, do you think?' asked one. "'We'd better look and see.' They went up to the bench and touched him to make sure that he was fast asleep. The touch did not rouse him to consciousness. "'Just lift up his head, Mike, and I'll take the bundle,' said the larger of the two boys. This was done. "'Now, let him down softly.' So the bundle was removed, and poor Ben, wandering somewhere in the land of dreams, was none the wiser. His head, deprived of its former support, now rested on the hard bench. It was not so comfortable, but he was too tired to awake, so he slept on. Meanwhile, Jim and Mike opened the bundle. "'It's a couple of shirts,' said Jim. "'Is that all?' asked Mike, disappointed. "'Well,' That's better than nothing. Give me one of them. It's just about your size. Tain't big enough for me. Then give me the two of them. What'll you give? I ain't got no stamps. I'll pay you a quarter when I get it. That don't go down, said Jim, whose confidence in his confederate's honesty was not very great. 
considering the transaction in which they were now engaged it is not surprising that there should have been a mutual distrust being unable to make any bargain jim decided to take his share of the booty round to a second-hand clothes dealer in chatham street here after considerable higgling he succeeded in selling the shirt for sixteen cents which was less than his companion had offered however it was cash down and so was immediately available an important consideration in the present state of jim's finances a bird in the hand as he considered was worth two in the bush jim immediately purchased a cigar with a portion of his dishonest gains and procuring a light walked about in a state of high enjoyment puffing away as coolly as a man of twice his years meanwhile ben continued to sleep happily unconscious of the loss of his entire personal possessions in his dreams he was at home once more playing with his school companions let him sleep he will waken soon enough to the hard realities of a street life voluntarily undertaken it is true but none the less likely to bear heavily upon him he slept a long time when he awoke it was six o'clock he sat upon his seat and rubbed his eyes in momentary bewilderment in his dreams he had been back again to his native village and he could not at once recall his change of circumstances but it all came back to him soon enough he realized with a slight pang that he had a home no longer that he was a penniless vagrant for whom the hospitality of the streets alone was open he did wish that he could sit down at the plentiful home table and eat the well-cooked supper which was always provided that is if he could blot out one remembrance when he thought of the unjust punishment that had driven him forth his pride rose and his determination became as stubborn as ever i do not defend ben in this he was clearly wrong the best of parents may be unintentionally unjust at times and this is far from affording an adequate excuse for a boy to leave home but ben had a great deal of pride and i am only telling you how he felt our young adventurer did not at first realize the loss which he had sustained it was at least five minutes before he thought of his bundle at all at length chancing to look at the seat beside him he missed it where can it be i wonder he thought perplexed he looked under the bench thinking that perhaps it had rolled off but it need not be said that it was not to be seen ben was rather disturbed it was all he had brought from home and constituted his entire earthly possessions it must have rolled off and been picked up by somebody he thought but the explanation was not calculated to bring any satisfaction i did not think i should fall asleep it occurred to him that some of the boys nearby might have seen it so he went up to a group of bootblacks nearby one of whom was jim who had actually been concerned in the robbery the other boys knew nothing of the affair i say boys said ben have you seen anything of my bundle what bundle johnny said jim who was now smoking his second cigar i had a small bundle tied up in a newspaper said ben i put it under my head and then fell asleep now i can't find it do you think we stole it said jim defiantly of course i don't said ben but i thought it might have slipped out and you might have seen somebody pick it up haven't seen it johnny said one of the other boys most likely it stole 
Do you think so? asked Ben anxiously. In course, you might expect it would be. I didn't mean to go to sleep. What was there in it? There was two shirts. You've got a shirt on, ain't you? Yes, said Ben. That's all right, then. What is a feller one of a thousand shirts? There's some difference between two shirts and a thousand, said Ben. What's the odds? I haven't got but one shirt. That's all I want. When it is w a 